Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Uh, Terrace House Talks is a podcast where two people, one man and one woman, hang out and talk about the show Terrace House, Aloha State. This is our first episode of Terrace House Talks, an episode zero of sorts, uh, because we're just going to be talking about Terrace House, but my name is Chris. I'm Brittany. And we are, yeah, we're just two friends who really love the show Terrace House, and mm-hmm. we're really excited about doing this podcast. This is my first yeah. podcast. This is mine too. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully it goes it goes well. I guess we should talk a little bit about ourselves and why like yeah, this is something that well first let's talk about Terrace House itself, I think. Sure. So so Terrace House is a reality television show that currently is on Netflix television here in the States and it's a Japanese television show. Yeah. And so originally it was actually on Japanese television when it was Terrace House Boys and Girls Next Door, which ran for about two years. And it had 96 episodes and then a movie that came out. Uh, (laughs) And the idea behind the show is just that they take six people, three men and three women, and have them live together in some swanky house and follow their lives. Mm -hmm. which is which uh, sounds really boring but it's actually entirely not you just get sucked in and then it's fascinating yes yes exactly and you you really fall in love with these characters because you see them as human people you know Mm -hmm. uh and you you follow them in their day-to-day lives as you see what they're doing with their jobs and with their career prospects and their dreams Mm -hmm. um their awkward moments yes yes exactly (laughs) it's 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 very human and very unproduced in the way that uh, reality television here in America is very produced, you know, where... Yeah. uh, And that's one of the questions that I think Chris and I both have all the time. It's how much are the producers actually involved in this? Because, you know, when you just watch it, it seems like they are almost not involved at all. And, you know, okay, that probably can't be true entirely, but you watch it and it just seems so raw and at some parts so boring but not boring at the same time that you're like this can't be totally producer driven you know so it's it's very interesting it is it's extremely interesting i think we'll, we'll talk about that a lot probably as we go through mm-hmm. um but yeah so so the show is just about six people living together it's kind of nominally about seeing if they will date and create couples yeah. but it's in no way forced or you know, it doesn't happen very often. They don't actually yeah. couple super commonly. Which is good because otherwise, I mean, it's like, what, your your pool is like three other people? Right. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so it makes sense. So it's not, it's not forced, but it's also emphasized because like at the start of the episodes, you know, it'll say how many years or how many months they've been single, you know? So it's, it's something that they often ask too at the beginning, and like, oh, well, are you are you in a relationship? You know, that's true. Uh, so one of the great things about the show is that if one of the the housemates decides that they want, are leaving the house, you know, they've gotten whatever they wanted out of that experience, and they choose to move forward in their lives, they just leave, and they're replaced by a new housemate who mm-hmm. just comes in and, and often will kind of change the dynamics in the house a lot. But every time a new housemate comes on, it's always the same, like, (laughs) three questions of how old are you, what do you do, and what's your type? And how long you've been single, like you're saying. It's always these same, and where you're from, and, like, but, like, they have these exact same kind of questions they ask. And it's it's really... And it seems like the key one is, 
are you single yeah. and how long and what's your <laughs> type? True. Like those seem to be the ones they care about. Yes, yes. So, so yes, they, they, you know, it is three men and three women and they're always, you know, this idea of whether they can start dating and doing things like that is always uh, a part of it, but it's also so unforced. Yeah, um, it's it, not you know, like I, the bachelor, bachelorette, like it, the point isn't just that. It's, it's about daily life. And their relationships that do occur and when they do go out on dates are so natural. And, and by natural, I mean often really awkward or terrible <laughs> in the way that dates actually are in real life. Yeah, it's But great. these are not the kind of things that happen overnight where on The Bachelor, you've got over 20 women or on The Bachelorette, over 20 men coming yeah. on already professing an interest in this other person. Yeah. You know, willing to, to do certain things and, and it mm-hmm. progresses in a way that's so quick and it's overnight. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the show, it's it's day by day of, I don't know where my feelings are. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this person and and where we're going and whether we should be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost agonizingly slow at times <laughs> to watch how long it takes them to couple up and to, to, to go on dates and to kiss and to hold hands. And like <laughs> these steps seem like a big deal because it's a big deal to them. Yeah. And that's why you get invested in, mm-hmm. yeah. So yes, yeah, so the show started just on Japanese television and then Netflix Japan only opened up in September of 2015. And so they launched in Japan there and so they wanted to have a lot of original programming the way they have, you know, House of Cards and that kind of stuff here. So they picked up Terrace House. So Terrace House was co-produced by Netflix and Fuji Television, which is a, ch- a channel there. And so they started adding the episodes online and really selling this idea that this is a Netflix show, a Netflix Japan show. And that was Boys and Girls in the City. That one took place in Tokyo. And that's the one that on Netflix they have uh, English subtitles. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've seen all of. Yeah. And then Chris told me about it. And I was like, that sounds fascinating. And so then I watched that whole show um, as well. Yeah. So Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City lasted for 46 episodes. And it ended last summer, or uh, probably early fall, and it was amazing throughout. I yeah. I think it is like the best show of 2016, hands down. <laughs> so when they announced this new show, Terrace House Aloha State, I was stoked. I was super excited because this show is going to be the same, but based in Hawaii, which I think is really interesting. Which is yeah, it's adding an entirely new dynamic, which will be really interesting to see play out. Yeah, yeah, it, it really will, and. The show is a Japanese television show and is dealing with Japanese people by and large, which mm-hmm. I think uh, certainly Boys and Girls in the City did, you know, because it yeah. was, is based in, in Japan still. And I did want to talk a bit about that aspect because there is some aspect of, of kind of cultural tourism almost of a like mm-hmm. watching a show about people of a different culture. And, you know, Japanese culture is so distinct, especially in, in, in regards to manners and meeting people and things like that, that yeah. it can be really interesting watching these relationships to form in a culture that, that we are not naturally necessarily a part of. Yeah. We do have some, uh, both of us have some engagement with Japanese culture mm-hmm. ourselves. I am not Japanese myself, but I spent a year in Japan teaching English, which I got back from in August. So um, I lived in Japan for a year and I, you know, really 
engaged with the culture in a lot of ways. You know, I was very much a foreigner in that country, and I never became fluent in Japanese, but I, I definitely have some experience with Japanese culture, and that's how I how I found Terrace House was when I was living there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then for myself, I'm I'm half Japanese American. I've only been to Japan once, never lived there. Uh, my oldest sister does live in Japan and has lived there for about four years now. But growing up, we we had some access to that culture, you know, close by, going down to Little Tokyo and things like that, and then obviously on my whole mom's side of the family. So that is my background for that. Yeah. Uh, so. One thing we do want to be clear about is, you know, neither of us wants to say that we are an expert on Japanese culture, that this is something that we, you know, really speak with authority on, but our experiences with that, I think, will come into play as we talk about what we're seeing and and what we -hmm. we see. And and it is something that I, I love to see. I love to see how we see two people take 10 episodes to ask someone out and then mm-hmm. and each episode is a week long in you know in their lives and so 10 weeks in they're finally starting to date and even then someone's you know it's it's just i don't know if it might be going too fast it might be you know mm-hmm. that's something that you would never see on american reality tv show. yeah and that was one of the things that with when i first started watching the show when you told me about it You know, just the whole premise that was like, if this was filmed in the U.S., like, second day, people would be sleeping with each other, whatever, (laughs) you know, like, that's just how, that's how it would go in the U.S., um, most likely, and this is completely opposite of that in so many ways, and it's usually something that hasn't happened at all, that you would live with a platonic, potentially, um person of of a different gender than you that you're you know yeah you're not dating Mm -hmm. so it's it's very interesting um to watch their interactions and also to watch their interactions between you know the people of the same gender you know seeing the the male and female friendships form Mm -hmm. is really interesting seeing when they start getting on each other's nerves and when friction and and conflict starts happening and then how they resolve that conflict is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I completely agree with what you're saying about, you know, the difference between American and Japanese styles because, like, of shows because, you know, you see a fight in a, an American reality television show and, like, mm-hmm. if fists aren't flo- flying, curse words are, people mm-hmm. are yelling, everyone is so based in their own thing. Whereas this show... They want to find resolution. These are people yeah. they live with. These are, you know, they want they, to find solutions. Yeah, they'll like have a house meeting, you know, to talk about the issue that happened. Um, but I, I always love that that's aspect. Great. I was like, yeah, that's. I mean, at least in my family growing up, you know, that was something. Was like kind of everybody knew what was going on with everyone else. There wasn't like a private conversation you necessarily had, you know, for better or worse. And you definitely see it's more resolution oriented, um, at least in what's televised. Obviously, they know they're being televised, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Another point I want to talk about about the show is that the show has this panel, um, yes. panel of commentators that is is not uncommon, is actually very common in Japanese television where either during whatever reality uh, bit you're watching or afterwards, people who are just famous commentators will come, will come and they'll talk about what you're seeing and they'll, they'll make jokes and they'll add an extra level of entertainment. And so this is no different where it has these six people who 
the beginning of every episode and then during the episode it will cut to them and they will comment on what you just watched. They just watched it too and yeah. they'll make comments about what happened. And I think that adds a really unique and crazy <laughs> it's, thing to it, yeah. It's such a fun part of the show because you're watching other people's reaction to it and for us both being American, watching, you know, Japanese, you know, these Japanese commentators' reaction to it is fascinating because sometimes it's similar to our reaction and other times it's so different. Definitely adds another great dimension to the show, it just of entertainment value alone. I yeah. mean, they're all really funny too, so that's Yes, helps. yes. It, it's great too because, you know, Sometimes I'll be watching and I'll see something, or in the last season at least, I'd, I'd be watching and I'd be see something and be like, that was weird. Was that <laughs> weird to me because I'm not Japanese or was that just weird? And so the, the panels, in like their discussion of what happened will help solidify what's going on in that at realm too because if they say it's weird then it was just a weird thing for them to do but if they mm -hmm. don't don't really go into it then it's like oh this is probably just a cultural difference that mm -hmm. that happens so yeah they they and that they are hilarious as well i do want to talk a bit about like who's on that panel because i feel like they mm -hmm. have the, a very distinct personalities that really add to it mm -hmm. so the person who she almost serves at it as a uh, almost an announcer or a host is uh reina trendle she's half Japanese, but she's a, a model and a commentator in, on a lot of these shows. And uh, she's like in her probably mid twenties and she's very kind of, I don't know. She, I feel like she like ships people hard. Oh, she definitely does. And she just kind of has this innocent feel to yeah. her. She just, she's like kind of idealistic and romantic and she gets embarrassed about stuff very yes. easily and covers yes. her face. Yeah, she, she's adorable. She's great, yeah. <laughs> and it's great because she sits right next to you. <laughs> who, who is very different. Yes, who is a, uh, she's a middle-aged woman. She was a singer originally and then she became an actor and someone who is on a lot of these kind of programs. And, and she's involved in the fashion industry and things in Japan. But she is someone who clearly has an experience dating, yeah. like she and like being visible in that sense. So she'll come in and she'll have a much more kind of uh, inappropriate Humor. way of looking at things a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of times where her and and Reina like will like kind of like crush over a guy together but then there's a lot of times when she'll say something that reina is just like has to yeah cover her face out of out of embarrassment or what have you yeah <laughs> and then you sits next to tokui mm -hmm. who is a male comedian and talent and actor and he is really kind of her partner in crime i think yeah they're both on kind of the same wavelength of they, you know, will use a little bit of kind of inappropriate humor <laughs> sometimes. They're they're a bit more crass, and yeah. they, they kind of like to make fun of things a bit. Um, so they play off of each other pretty well. But they make fun of each other, too, which is great. Very much so, yeah. And he's great, too, because he creates fan fiction, I think, of, like, these characters. Like, he's always yeah. coming up with stories of what could happen between people and, you know, you know oh, the, like they're going to start dating, but then he's going to start dating the boss's daughter and like yeah. creating these like <laughs> weird scenarios in his head that he'll really, and then he'll start acting them out. And it's just, it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's great. And so next to him on the far, she's, she's just on the far left is Azusa, 
who I think is, is very funny. She doesn't speak quite as much, but she, when mm-hmm. she does, I think she brings a lot of humor into it as well and a really interesting yeah. kind of uh, personality to it. Yeah, and she, she's, yeah, she's definitely humorous, but yeah, she she sits back and laughs at the others a lot, yes. um, which, which is amusing to watch as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's on the far left. On the far right is Ryota, uh, Ryota Yamas- Yamasato, who goes by Yamachan a lot as well. Yeah, Yamachan, but, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's my favorite. Yeah, he's, he is. He's so bizarre. <laughs> he's such a weird guy. So he is a comedian who does a lot of these kind of quirky, like having like clearly dorky bangs and kind of things. Like weird, see that. weird style of humor. But on this show, he's always almost angry and judgmental and when i first started watching i thought i was gonna hate him i thought he was gonna be the jerk who's gonna be like the simon cowell who's like always negative but he's probably my favorite too he's so funny he's so funny and he he brings in this like kind of indignation of what's happening as if he takes it personally. Yes. Like like they're aiming it at him. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah. And, and he does a little bit of the backstory thing too, right? Mm-hmm. So he'll like, he'll pretend like there's like a darker side to this, you know, person on the show. And and some, some characters will just, or not characters, some people, um, he'll just like think like the worst of them, but then eventually he'll have to admit that he was wrong or, or this or that. But he, he will drive home his view of a particular person. Um, and he's just so expressive mm-hmm. that he's usually one that's going to have the first comment whenever they cut to the commentary. That's true. Yeah, he's usually the yeah. <laughs> one who kind of starts it off. But he's the butt of a lot of jokes too because, Absolutely. you know, we're Whereas, like, you and, and Tokui are attractive people who've clearly been, like, very successful in the dating game and things like that. He's much more of the kind of nerdy style, like, yeah. weirdo almost. And he totally owns it. And he and totally he owns makes it. fun of himself. So yeah, and they all, great. like, make fun of him about it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's great. So uh, the, final, the final person on that panel is Kentaro, who is a much younger uh, Yeah, he's person. in high school. Right now, now he's in, he's actually twenty years old, but wow. he looks really young, and he he I think was very much kind of brought in to play or be that kind of young, youthful side of it. Um, yeah, because last season wasn't he eighteen? I think he yeah, maybe at the beginning of the season he was eighteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He so he's like the younger kind of guy. He's an actor. They ask him a lot, kind of like if you were dating this person, how would you react? Which I think is is funny, but. He's almost like the the young person test audience in some ways for the panel. Yeah, doesn't necessarily always give as much input, but but he has interesting comments sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. when they'll ask him a question in his opinion. Yeah, he gives he gives pretty thoughtful answers sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he does. I like him a lot. Yeah. I just love the whole panel. I think that they are they add so much to the show that yeah. you know you get to to see other people commenting and and making jokes about what you're watching, and it's it's really great. Yeah. Uh, anything else you think we need to add? Um, I don't think so. It's this is just our um, commentary on from our American perspective on this Japanese show with also Japanese commentary. Yes, yes. And when we talk about the panel, it's gonna it's gonna be super meta. Like it's gonna be <laughs> us talking about them talking about what we're watching on the TV show. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so yeah, so that, that I think will, will do it for us for this episode. Um, thank you very much for listening. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search Terrace House Talks. 
and uh, tell your friends. And we're looking forward to, to watching the new series and having some talks about it. Yeah. Enriching your experience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And we'll see you yeah, next time. Thanks. Jana. Thank you.